following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. sweet elena and over there is the amazing jenna how are you jenna i could be better if i tried really hard but i'm not (sighs) nursing school am i right finals finals next week we've all been there yeah i told elena i only need a 42 to pass i think because i'm just such a good student but there are some people who only need 29s to pass and you know what they're tryhards (laughs) i wish i was more of a tryhard honestly you do try hard but you're not a tryhard you know what i mean I guess we had Jeopardy week, or like we had our Jeopardy review, and the per- our uh, moderator messed up the points, and the other team won because of it. I was devastated. What the hell? Sorry, try hard energy. I have to bring it back down. Yeah, no, <laughs> call them out. Dude. What, what are their names? I'll, I'll I can't. Let them have They'll it. kick me out of the program. <laughs> Whatever. Tell me after no, this, and I'll. I will. I will okay. make a it. special appearance at NCCC again. I go, oh my gosh, Elena, how are you? (laughs) 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 And it would be like, what did you say? What did you say? Give Jenna her points back. (laughs) Let her win the fake game of Jeopardy. (laughs) Geopardy. As, I don't know what, I think it was my geometry class in freshman year. My, one of my teachers called it Geopardy. So that, you know, Copyright. copyright. But it's like. We're in a classroom setting. Right. This is the burbs. We're fine. I'm sorry. This is the farm. We're fine. Oh, yeah. The, cow- the cows yeah. don't care. Wheat field. A wheat field. Uh, uh, what are we talking about today? Well, Jenna, let me get ready for this. Oh, yeah. Yep, so. We're talking about country music. I'm so excited because not only do I have a love-hate relationship with country, um, but I have found some new music um, in country, which I will talk about later, and I'll give a shout out, of course, because I didn't do it myself. I know I I knew of this music, I just didn't listen to it. And now that someone introduced me to it, I I gotta listen because it's it goes fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were talking about country music, um, and we will i guess just jump right into our volume up section oh yes 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 um country week all of my info is from the library of congress so these are the most country people i know yeah oh my gosh way over there in virginia (laughs) washington (laughs) dc um actually i don't know where congress is to be honest i think it's in washington beats me i don't know i don't know geometry geography Mm -hmm. whoa i don't know geometry though i don't either proofs get out of here Mm-mm. um yeah i had to my brother was like you should really tell where your information is from and i'm like no uh-uh <laughs> what if i'm making it up what if i'm making I, this all up and i don't want people to know exactly i make up half of the things that i say 
and they're all my own personal thoughts. I'm just lying. I'm just gaslighting people into thinking that this is the truth because yeah. why tell them the truth when I can give them a better story? Exactly. You get it. But yeah, all my info is from Library Congress. So if you want to fact check me, go ahead, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Anyways. Audience. Holy crap. Thank you, Sorry, Windows. Guys, the for laptop is just making sounds on us. Busting my eardrums. All right. Country music can be traced back to the 17th century, quote, when European and African immigrants um, came to North America and they brought their folk tales, folk songs, folk favorite instruments, etc. Mm. Um, a lot of country music and folk music is started by black people. Makes sense. You have to give props to that. And that's why everybody was mad when black folk artists started making music and they're like, well, that's not country. Um, um, did you look at librarycongress.com? Read it. Read it and weep, bitch. Sorry. I have to give credit where credit's due. Wasn't Lil Nas, like, getting hate (gasps) for that? Oh, when he did, uh, Country Road? Yeah. I'm gonna take my horse to the road. (laughs) Banger, first of all. Second of all, um... Billy Ray Cyrus. (gasps) Oh! He jump scares you now. Yeah, that is a jump scare. He's going through it. He's in the thick of it. Really? What's up with Billy Ray? Dude, my friend took a video of him when she saw him at the latest Taste of Country, and he was his he looked like a rat's nest had formed on his head, and he covered it with a cowboy hat. Figures. Yeah, and he's going through a divorce. Oh, shit. With Miley's mom. Oh, damn. Dude, way to lose a woman like that. Yeah. I don't know a single thing about Miley's mom, though, but I can just assume. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe she's Some, a big snake in disguise. Right, yeah. Maybe most, she, most cowboys do fall in love with snakes on the road. They do because horses are afraid of snakes. So the cowboys have to essentially be snake charmers um, and lure the snakes away. See, I always thought it was because the snakes want to get like closer to the horses. So they pretend to be human women to like... like almost oh, like, like a siren. siren? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they attack like when night is nigh they attack the horse and slither away and they leave their human disguise like yeah. crumpled on the ground that's pretty much yeah I, that makes a lot more sense to be honest but i liked your reasoning too like that's the thing is i didn't research it properly so we'll have to come we'll we'll circle back at yeah some we'll point. bring sources sorry yeah that's just what library congress said is that snakes are like sirens to cowboys save a horse ride a cowboy save a which horse which we'll talk about later ride a cowboy it was written by a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Literally written by a snake, in case you guys didn't know. Um, the first commercial country music recording dates back to 1920. Victor and Okay. Mm-hmm. O-K-E-H. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say okay for now. Oh, yeah. uh, recording company introduced Eck Robertson, who made Arkansas Traveler. Um, that was like the first. He. Eck Robertson was pretty much the first country artist to commercialize country music. Of course, it existed before, but that was the first um, uh, record label that record company. Can can you define commercialize? Yeah, um, produced it. uh, So it radio and recordings helped popularize the music. Mm -hmm. So that was like the first song and introduction to country music that was made like it wasn't just played on someone's front porch on a farm it was played world nationwide the setting 
Yeah, they professionally recorded it, put it out, put it on the radio. Okay. Oh. And a lot of times I think back then, um, I could just be talking out my ass, but I can blame my Nana for that. But she was like, a lot of times they'd have live music on radio. Like people would come in and sing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That oh, it makes yes, sense. Yes. I mean, I definitely think that that was it. Yeah, and that's how a lot of people got famous was from that. Um, so in April of 20, 1924, I almost said 24, like next year. Um, oh, yeah, 2480. Um, the National Barn Dance was broadcast in the Midwest until 1968, and that led to the Grand Ole Opry. So National Barn Dance was literally like country music. Square dancing? And dancing, yeah. Okay. But it was broadcast on radio, so everyone heard it. Um, I hope everybody went cuckoo crazy. I have a feeling they did because... Imagine hearing that twang for the first time. Right? Sends shivers down my body. Like, I'm sure they're listening to, like, classical and some, you know... Or, like, just, like, very basic what they thought of as pop. Yeah. Um. Oh, who was popular in the 20s? I don't know. Swing music or whatever. But, you know... <laughs> You know, I truly I can't even think of something I legitimately funny to say. I'm literally like searching my membrane like, OK, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> think of something so <laughs> funny right now. Go. Uh, I had empty no thought. Uh, I, got nothing. Uh, I oh. just want to keep coming back to snakes. <laughs> <laughs> snakes. Oh, snake jokes are where it's at today. The snakes of the prohibition. Hmm. Uh, everyone knows what the Grand Ole Opry, Opry is. Sorry, I keep saying that wrong. Grand Ole Opry. Um, uh, we'll get into that in a second. So in 1927, Victor and Oka. That sounds so fuck. I think that's wrong. Oka. 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 Okay. Is it okay? I think it might just be okay. Okay, E-H. You guys tell me. Sound off in the comments if I'm a fucking idiot. But <laughs> bless mm. you. Or as the cowboy say. Get her done. That's what the cowboys say. <laughs> Thanks for finishing my thought. I didn't have anywhere I was going to go with that. I was going to make it up along the way. Alina, but I'm back on. Here we go. My finger's on the trigger. Let's go. Uh, Victor and Oka held auditions for new talent um, in the uh, like record company. So for a while, they were literally just holding auditions at their you know recording studio. That led to the Carter family and Jimmy Rogers. Um, they recorded like hundreds of songs for them because they were so uh uh well liked um by the listeners and and by them um hollywood used the image of the cowboy and westerns as the face of country music so when westerns became popular probably 30s 40s um cowboys became the face for western music because one, they're using country music in, well, Western music in the movies. When you think Western movie, what's the one sound you think of? Yeah. Classic. I love that. It was good. I yeah. love, yeah, that really set the mood. It does. And when you think, I mean, they could have made anybody the face of country music, but anybody? It may. What if they were a snake? I was going to say, if it was a snake, he would have had to have a cowboy hat on. It just makes sense. 
I don't know if it's because it's ingrained in my brain that country equals cowboy hat, but I don't even think a snake could hold up a belt buckle. No, it would have to be like strapped to it, blacksmithed onto professionally. Oh, poor thing. I know. And they shed their skin, so it's like eventually it would just fall off. Well, they have like clientele, you know, like you go in and they know oh, they know yeah they know him they just put it on the tab like okay. or you put it on your store credit or whatever hmm. i wonder what kind of job that snake has he can buy a lot of belt buckles belt buckles are expensive especially if you're getting them custom made literally like i'm assuming so either you can go one of two ways hustler true or, or professional businessman like or, or he's a bur yeah he burglar well if he's dressing up as a woman then he probably steals the cowboy's money while he kills his horse. So that's true. That could be very possible. So unless he does like eventually fall in love with the cowboy, because then like he might feel some sort of guilt about like killing the horse and robbing him. So he might like leave his stuff and maybe like a little note that says. And that says a lot about his character. Truly. Um, Is there a movie about this yet? About the snake? Yeah. The snake cowboy? Yeah. I, feel like I mean, it has to be one I'm referencing, because, like, this is not a new thought to me. No. There must be Snake Cowboy. What about Rango? Oh, that must be it. That's got to be Subconsciously, real. Subconsciously, I am thinking really, of Rango. That is really, close. But he doesn't fall in love with a cowboy. He falls in love with a spider? Yeah, what is she? No. I thought it's another... Was, no, it's another lizard. Gecko. 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 It's another gecko. Suddenly, it's, we're in Australia. That's about as country as you can get. That's true. Mm. The bush. <sighs> Anyways. Grand Ole Opry first began nationwide network broadcasts on NBC in 1939. So before it was like you just grab your tickets and go down to Tennessee. But um, the first nationwide broadcast was on NBC and they recorded the whole thing. Oh. Um, the first host of the Grand Ole Opry was Roy Acuff. Um, he was a fiddler and a singer. Figures. Mm -hmm. Most, most, what from what I read, most country artists play the fiddle. As they should. Because, again, I feel like that's a requirement. Oh, yeah. Cowboy hat, belt buckle, fiddle. How do you get a snake to play a fiddle? It You have to have a lot of patience. A lot of patience. A lot of it's just natural talent. That, oh, yes. You can't. You can't do much if they don't have the skills. If they don't have that ear for fiddle. Right. Mm -hmm. Or the tail. Dexterity. Or, yeah, the ab. Because yeah. snakes have, like, so many abs. Snakes are... They're literally all ab. All ab. Literally. Ab. Abdomen. Abdominus. Abdominate. Ab abdomen. Abdominate. Abdomen. Abdomen. Dominant. Huh. <laughs> hey, Matt. I'm sorry about this episode. <laughs> So don't listen. Roy, Stop listening. <laughs> delete the track. Roy Acuff and Fred Rose meet, and they make Acuff Rose Publishing. Um, so they started recording stuff. Um, or uh, they started becoming like music label publishers and stuff. Um, so it gained mainstream popularity because the music that they were publishing had a harder edge honky-tonk style mm. we'll get into honky-tonk in a second because I, love that word. I have a song called you and a honky-tonk by randall king i think oh my god yeah, it's so good 
so weird but so good um uh that honky tonk style came in in the 40s that's when you get the like yeah um hank williams and uh lefty frizzle that's not his name (laughs) yep that's his name lefty frizzle um you know good old good old lefty frizzle um do you think he's right-handed oh he's gotta be he was not the original Jimi hendrix (laughs) no 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 uh hank williams is is popular can i think of one of his songs absolutely not don't ask me i didn't even say his name um honky tonk bluegrass and hillbilly standards played in this is where you get the connection between yeehaw military men and country music so the special service divisions and military would play uh hillbilly honky tonk bluegrass standards on their like radios like that's what they played for them Oh, I was gonna say, did the like did the bands also travel to like where the soldiers were stationed? <laughs> they did live music performances for for the military men. <laughs> That's where my brain goes immediately, like Captain America doing his shtick in front of the <laughs> and it's just like I love America, so you should too. That's why you should die for us. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they have a video of that in the in the archive in the, somewhere. Yeah, in the vault. In the vault. That's amazing action. So sorry, guys. That probably just ruined your ears. Elena did another kickflip in the studio. I know. I don't know where she's keeping the skateboard. I'm just a skater girl. Not a skater. She was a skater girl. She She says, "See you later, Hurl." Hurl. She vomited everywhere. Hurl Haggard. (laughs) Hurl Haggard. Anyways, um, so it gained popularity in military troops. Speaking of Merle Haggard, Buck Owens and Merle Haggard was like the 1950s and 60s. Uh, getting into the rock and roll era of country. Um, you get... Uh, oh my gosh. You, get, you on. get one reference, and then you get... Uh, oh yeah, I, a second reference. Uh, what is his... Johnny Cash. Oh, there we go. Oh, I, I, I holy should have said that. Um, yeah, you get like Johnny Cash and, and, and all that, and the devil went down to Georgia. You get into that. I wish I had chosen one of his songs. Did I didn't. I don't. I didn't think of that kind of country music when I was I selecting don't, my picks. I don't listen to it. I'll be honest I with do. you. I really? listen to old, like, my peak country. Uh, I'll get into it more later, but, like, my peak country was, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Me too. That was my peak. Okay, good. All right, great, great. Awesome. So we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. But mine's a lot of popular stuff just because I want to give credit where credit's due for these artists who are now popular um so that's how it country music became like you know blue line red line shit Mm -hmm. is because it played in military troops radios Mm -hmm. so anyways uh contrapolitan is a mix of popular and urban styles with country music that's where we get dolly parton Mm -hmm. connie smith gene shepherd and loretta lynn my girls. My girls. The country girls. Hi. Oh, giving a whole new perspective of country music from the women's perspective. Exactly. It's it exactly a breakthrough for women everywhere. It really was. And not only, I mean, you had women in country music before, but. But what they were singing about? Yeah. Dolly, no. my man is cheating on me, so I'm going to blow his brain out. <laughs> Essentially, that is exactly one of her songs. We might have to cut it for copyright reasons. Ooh. It was dead on. Sorry, Dolly. It was dead on. That was like 
their perspective of country music is is so, I love country female singers. I I love them. Um, I love their energy. I do too. They just Lainey Wilson is like a popular um, artist right now um, in the country scene, and she is just so good, so good. I love her, and I guess Casey Musgraves is now Casey Musgraves. I can hers is more I can like pop country, but. But it's, it's country. I love it. It's got she's got the twang because her does. vocals are country, and I yes. think that's what really makes it. Yeah, it's like when Taylor Swift made her switch from country to pop. Mm-hmm. Like it, there was a clear disconnect for her, at least. Right. She, uh, Casey's got voice of an angel. I love her. My cousin's her Christmas album. I know her. Um, I think it is Wonderful World or What a Wonderful World or something like that. Oh. Is her album. I think, I don't know, but my cousins showed me a song by her, and I fell in love, so. Shout out, cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, 1960s California became West Coast country. That's where you get the Bakersfield sound. Honky-tonk, western, rockabilly. Uh, rockabilly's a great word. I'll definitely yeah. be naming my kid rockabilly. Rock-a-billy, no last name? <laughs> or would Billy I be like, his last name? I like rock a billy that's amazing but i was thinking like first name rockabilly oh okay like middle that's name honky tonk <laughs> rockabilly honky tonk looking wrong uh or whatever wait my last name chattahoochee chattahoochee <laughs> i love that susquehanna oh. that's good um yeah so west coast became popular uh which is fair i mean you can't you're so clo- it's midwest you're so close to the west coast just bring on the surf vibes you know what i mean um a cowboy on a surfboard cowboy on a sur- snake. S- snake snake on a surfboard snake wrapped around the cowboy's neck britney spears style on, <gasps> on the what surfboard a good britney because song. the movie ends with them falling in love like actually in love right so they're on a surfboard riding into the sunset yes yeah they're going it's like the spongebob scene from the movie like they're going in deeper into the water yeah okay they're going deeper into the water not like riding a wave back to the shore like they're they're gone but is that like so is it like fantasy like this is the end like they live happily ever after or they're riding into the sunset on the surfboard to like die together because nobody understands their love it could be both it depends on what happens in the movie okay yeah so to get to the the yeah we'll get to the logistics of Mm -hmm. it but Keep your eyes out for that. Um, Willie Nelson, popularity in the 70s, rock and pop audiences, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams Jr., etc. Johnny Cash, yes, became popular 60s, 70s. But when I think Johnny Cash, I think 50s, 60s. I don't know why. Maybe I'm fucking stupid, but. You're not stupid. Uh, just a li- just a little bit. Don't you gotta talk be a li- about my friend that way. Hey. My friend isn't stupid. I'm just a little stupid, mm. and that's fine. If I wasn't stupid, I wouldn't be silly. You know what I mean? Mm. Silly mm. and stupid go hand in hand. You gotta be stupid to be silly. Mm. If you're you gotta, smart, you gotta think stupid thoughts out sh- for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sorry, guys. That was a big gulp. Um, mm. 1980s Western swing. You got George Strait, Reba McIntyre. And asleep at the wheel. Dude, Reba. Dude, she- Single mom who works two jobs and loves her kids and never stops. Oh. And then Reba. rest in peace to her team that died 
Uh, literally. literally. Right before she gave that groundbreaking Holy performance. Holy shit, Reba. Prayers out to you, for real. Like, still. I'm sure that still affects her to this day. Oh, absolutely. I don't... I, Those people were, like, her... Th- they were her touring crew, correct? That was her gang. That was... Ugh. The Reba gang. Her last name is literally Mick, or Mac, entire. Her entire Reba gang. Gone. Sorry. Do you think that's why they left her? Because of her name? Do you think that's why, like, the universe had them crash? Because of her last name? Probably. Mac's She's entire not... entire team has to go. <laughs> now she's Reba Max single. <laughs> she had to change her name. She literally had to change her name. Oh, that's so sad, Reba. I'm sorry, so sorry, I'm Reba. Reba, let's have her on the show. Let's have her talk about it. <sighs> no, Reba, you've had a wonderful career. But tell us about your crew that died. Well, <laughs> oh my God, Reba! I didn't even know you were here. I'm so sorry. Wait, I tell you what. Because that's exactly well, how I'm on the voice right now, so I'd like to talk about that. I'd like to talk about that. I'd like to talk, I I like to talk, talk about, about how thin my lips are. <laughs> I'm sorry, about, Reba. I want to talk about sorry. how my hair has more volume than my goddamn lips. <laughs> <laughs> how old is she? Like 60s? Dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. She's old. But she's still got it. She's kicking. She's on the voice. I have not watched a single episode of her on the voice. I've only seen the promos. I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't watch singing shows unless I know someone. Yeah, same. I watched it for Matt Wilson and... Um, Did you watch for Josh McCanty? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. And Cammie. slaying. Cammie Clooney. Is it Cammie Clooney or Cammie Clune? Oh, beats me. She's a sweetheart. Um, mm-hmm. 1983, MTV makes CMT, which is the country music television station. My dad's favorite station. Yeehaw. Yeehaw for my father. Awesome, Mr. Rontasanti. An Italian man who loves country An Italian westerns. man who loves country westerns. <laughs> who loves his kids and never, never stops. You get Emmylou Harris, Garth Brooks around this time. Um, that's when you're really getting into like the 90s. Mm-hmm. It gets really sentimental for a while. I feel like Nostalgic this is... for sure. Yeah, that's when you get into, I know, um, like Kenny Chesney too. Make a, you, they make a lot of songs that just really hit home like they talk about hard-hitting stuff oh they talk about family life they talk about work life and like that's the thing is like there's songs that are talking about like my my life is so hard i wake up at five in the morning i go and i feed my pigs and i teach my children the lessons of a life well lived and then i go and i drink at the bar with my friends and we talk about how much we love our lives pretty much yeah Um, and then sometimes i beat my wife but that's only sometimes. That's, I have to keep sometimes. up the image. Those are more like the country movies where, like, there's always the textbook abusive man. And of it's course. Like, she, like, ugh. And then, <laughs> and then he realizes that he was in the wrong, and she apologizes, of course, and for she him. apologizes to him. Because I know you get emotional, honey, and I'm sorry I keep screwing everything up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry your horses died. <laughs> I'm sorry there are snakes everywhere. I just... I can't <laughs> figure out the source of all these snakes. They're just so many, and God, are they curvy snakes. <laughs> I cheated on my wife with a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have you ever been in that situation where you cheated on your wife with a snake? God, if I haven't been there. <laughs> the snakes were just so curvy. They're just... They, it's like they're little sirens slithering around in the grass. Just get me so good <laughs> what did we say abdominant yeah abdomin- damn it they're so abdominant damn 
Look, they really squiggle. Do you think? Squiggle. They really squiggle they around. They do squiggle. In a sexy squiggly way. Sexy squiggly <laughs> way. As in, my sexy squiggling snake. <laughs> New country song. <laughs> um, I was just watching. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just watching I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson the mm-hmm. other night. Um, and <laughs> we were watching it, and we... We put on the episode of the the one episode that has the skit where they're they're uh, <laughs> Elena, please speak in the microphone. Elena, please I wanna hear what you're about to say. They're doing the audition for the company and they're like people don't want I don't know, he says something like people don't want this, they want that. Like they want I know, I know the entire song verbatim. So then he goes, "The church bells they were ringing, something, something, the day that something, something shot me down." And then Tim Robinson comes in. He goes, "Follow me in the key of G." And Tim's like, "Yeah, all right, cool." And then Tim goes, "And it's also the night that the skeletons came to life. (laughs) They came from under the ground and from all over." They pull your hair up, but not out because and have another chance at life. And if they pull it out, they turn to bones. I could sing the whole song, but I won't. But if you know of that show, watch that as soon as we stop. Recording, as soon as we stop recording, I'm gonna I will be late to, to work song. because I will show Jenna that skit. We were pissing ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> the person I was watching it with goes, "I cannot believe you know that entire song." I said, first of all, I know the whole first season by heart." Second of all, that song is a fucking banger. If I could get that tattooed on me, a skeleton pulling someone's hair up. First of all, hot. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, oh my god, I would kill for that so tattoo. If anybody funny. could do tattoos like that out there, shout out, please. Would you be pulling the skeleton like out of your book rack? Is that where you'd put it? No, 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 no. It's a skeleton pulling your hair up, but not out. Because if they pull it out, they'll turn to bones. <laughs> The bones are the skeleton's money, and so are the worms. Underground, they have half as much food as this. They've never seen so much food as this. So, needless to say, that will be a tattoo. Anyways. Just the lyrics, then. Just lyrics. Oh, my, my body is a temple. My and body is my scripture. <laughs> You know, all of my tattoos have meaning, but I have tattoos for my parents, but nothing will be as meaningful (laughs) than that tattoo, than a skeleton hand pulling your hair up, but But not out, not out, out. because if they pull it out, they turn to bone and he turns, he, the the other guy turns and goes, what the hell was that? And he goes, he said he wanted something spooky. He goes, (laughs) he didn't say that. And then he goes, he goes, look, we know we got a hit. We got a deal or not. He knew. And he goes, well, I really liked what Billy was doing. He goes, Billy me or Billy him? He goes, your name's Billy too? He goes, no, that's why I'm so fucking confused. (laughs) I need to watch the show more. I I only see the clips, you know, like scrolling through my For You pages. And I'm just like, I, I, I watched that in 2020 and I got fucking stoned. 
and just I would watch that with my friend Abby all the time and that's how we have it memorized I actually dressed up as one of the characters for Halloween I'll put that on Instagram yes please um but yeah I I love that show um so that's pretty much the history of country music (laughs) Um, pretty much it and then we're gonna go into like the 2000s with our pick well i'll go into yes. the 2000 90s 90s and yeah. thousands and then i didn't so to preface officially we're going into the next segment fan faves let's fan do it faves. um i don't have i have album names i have song title names and that is it yep and then i have my little notesy notes <clears throat> may i start elena please jenna i've been talking out my ass this whole time all right so let's start with classic lone star Lone Star, are you familiar with Lone Lone Star? I am familiar with Lone Star. So my three picks for Lone Star were Mr. Mom, mm-hmm. I'm Already There, mm. and My Front Porch Looking In, which were <laughs> three radio classics. One of them, I'm Already There, was literally, uh, uh, it's like, like Rascal Flats, like yes, yes, emotion provoking. Uh, I'm gonna start with Mr. Mom though. Mr. Mom is pretty much like about a girl bro- girl bossing husband who loses his job slay slay he loses his job and he has such a supportive wife when he comes home after losing his job she gives him a hug and a kiss and goes well that's too bad i'll go to work until you find another job and he's like oh yeah like i like the sound of that watch tv take long naps go from a hard working dad to being mr mom mr mom and w- then that goes into the chorus and it's all of the duties that he does throughout the day and he like all the things that he's discovering he goes, pampers melt in a May tank dryer. The crayons have to go up one drawer higher. I rewind, I rewound Barney for the 15th time. Breakfast six, naps at nine. There's bubble gum in the baby's hair. Sweet potatoes in my lazy chair. Aww. It's been crazy all day long, and it's only Monday, Mr. Mom. Mm. And so it's like his week throughout his wife working. Aww. And so, number one, I love Barney. I watched Barney all the time growing up. I was a Barney kid for sure. And then I love that in the song, every chorus, he changes the amount of times that he has to rewind Barney. So it's like 14, 15, 16, 17, or 18. He skips the 17. He goes to 18. <laughs> um, oh, the he, there's a line, the kids won't eat my charcoal cake. I love that. That is so funny. Um, love, like, the story. That's going to be a common theme for all of my yes. picks is, like, the storytelling. Yeah. These songs in the ni- the 90s and the 2000s, they are so good, or the aughts, I should say. They are so good at painting a picture of what this person is, like, talking about and, like, their thought process. Yes. And so, as well as the vocals like this man he holds a note for like oh my gosh i can't even give you like the the range you need to listen to this song because like he just skyrockets the song is just so good like at the very end he hits this oh like he just (laughs) glottal stop perfect just like hits the note holds it and it doesn't sound strained but i mean studio magic maybe but but i'll be honest with you i there was a live performance of I'm Already There. Uh-huh. And uh, some of the, like, Rascal Flatts vocals never fail. Never. Never fail. He's a trained performer. Exactly. And I feel like that is, a, again, a common theme in country is that these people are singers. They wouldn't be popular if they couldn't sing mm-hmm. because half of country music is the vocals. It's just screaming and shouting. Sc- screaming and shouting that, and that- making it. Yeah, I can't even do it. I'm not even warmed up. <laughs> <Whee-hoo>! <laughs> That's it. It's 
like all that. It's like you have to get loud. You have to be in it. You Which do. leads me to – I'm going to do I'm Already There last. Um, okay. My Front Porch Looking In. This song is so nostalgic to me because there's a line. There's a carrot top we can barely walk with a sippy cup of milk. Me. Literally me in the song. So how could I not love this song? That is – yeah. And I also had a front porch. <gasps> no way. So my envisionment while I listened to the song was always somebody standing on my front porch looking in on me. <gasps> Which is – a frightening thought. Was now Lone Star I, there? Lone Star was watching me and mm. my home. I don't know how we got there, but he was there looking in. Mm. Interesting. I love this song because it's just about a man loving his life, loving what he has accomplished. And it's just about, and like it, it brings value to the family, which I think is so important. I think it's very important to um, value your family and like your wife and your kids. Right. Um, the banjo in this song is consistently bopping. Like, yes, yeah. Like, I think that's the guitar. I don't think that's the banjo, actually. But the you can hear the banjo throughout, right? And then the vocals again. Consistently, he has strong vocals. It's light and floats above, but it's still very strong. And that one's just like a very cute song. I and it makes me feel good. That is really like, I banjos. I love it. the banjo is such a difficult instrument. It really I to be honest, I genuinely thought for a while I could play a banjo. No you can't, <laughs> Elena. No you can't. Do you under like the the dexterity you need to have for banjo playing? I can only play chords, you know, on a you guitar. Can't pick it. I can't. I used to be able to do some classical stuff on guitar, but a banjo See how fucking fast they go, dude. They're yeah, they're wiggling their fingers. They're squiggle, wiggling, squiggling. That's why that they're the attracted to normally, snakes. Yeah, the yes. snakes normally are the ones. Well, play. that's why the snakes are attracted to banjo players, right? Yes, and see, fiddlers. Yeah, they think they just have snake tails on the tips of their hands, right? Just a bunch of little snakes, and they're like, "Whoa, you already have five, ten kids," and I go, "Wait till you see my toes." <gasps> And then they go, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, That's whoa, where whoa. the snakes draw the line, actually. Snakes don't like toes. Yeah. They get a little envious since Just they don't have any. Yeah. I would, too. Yeah. Dude, I love my toes. But that's besides the point. I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already there. We'll get back to that. This is the question I'm posing to you, Elena. You are familiar with I'm Already There. Yes. Um, would you say that this song is about a man going to war? Yeah. Could it be taken in that context? Yeah, absolutely. So I did a, a concert about the military mm-hmm. and uh, Buffalo Coral Arts. Yeah. And we did this song as one of them. And l- some people were on the fence about it. They were like, well, is this song really – and the context of it, it doesn't have a lot. No, so yeah. there's it doesn't point to a particular situation, which also I think w- is what made it a classic, where it's not – picky about who it's presenting itself to right um but i love the piano in the beginning and it really helps like give that lonely feeling for the like lead singer because he's it's just him and the piano in the beginning and yeah it's so lovely it is yeah and then as the song goes on it just builds and builds into this like grand song about love for like his wife and his children Aww. also if i were the wife on the phone see if it were the war context imagine like putting your kids on the phone here's your dad he's about to die for you talk to your dad and that is like like, that is 
such a a huge I don't I had family in the military for sure I don't know if anyone died in service I think a long time ago mm-hmm. but oh yeah 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 one of my family members was I don't know on a ship or something and at home uh-huh. his wife was baking bread and she saw the loaf just sink and she goes this was oh my god it must have been my nana's grandfather or great-grandfather or something so like a long time ago she was like oh something happened to him and she knew and of course chills. yeah uh, there's no mail well there's mail but there's no like texting there's sos signals yeah what is that called three short three long what i was morse code yeah morse code um and a few days later someone told her that delivered the message yeah that her husband died and she was like and she's like i been new and then I, they went which <laughs> and then they took her to the salem witch trials yeah <laughs> they dragged her all the way to mass oh but yeah that's a that's a a huge like you're you're so right that's a huge huge thing in these songs is like putting things into perspective like mm-hmm. that and then i'm your imaginary friend I'm the whisper in the wind, and I'll be there till the end. Do you feel the love that we share? I'm already there. Mm -hmm. And like, (laughs) I could start crying if I Mm -mm. if I had it Mm -mm. in me. But it's just such a sweet ditty. (laughs) It's like it it travels throughout time. Like this song is something that's still relevant to this day, and it's like a great message. So yeah. I love that it transcends time. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. Yes. And so that is my Lone Star. And I'm very happy. Shout out Lone Star. Shout out to Lone Star. Oh, man. Well, Elena. Yeah. What's your first pick? Mm, first pick. Um, are these ranked? No. Oh, yeah. Mine aren't either. But they kind of are. Um, I'll give my honorable mentions. Real? Do you have honorable mentions at all? No. Okay. I mean, I, I could probably think of some that I'll scatter throughout. Uh, this was very hard for me because as much as I love country artists, I don't love all their songs. Mm-hmm. There's one person in particular that I do like, I could listen to them sing all day, but my honorable mentions are Tim McGraw because live like you are dying <gasps> is that never fails to make me cry. Never. I just have a distinct memory in my head of me cleaning my house and I was vacuuming the stairs and I literally had to stop on the stairs because I was singing with headphones on. I was singing and I'm sobbing and I had to sit on the stairs and the vacuum's still going and I'm like, I need to start living like I'm dying <laughs> as I'm cleaning the house. crisis like, from Tim McGraw. I, literally. I'm like in like mustard gas with all my chemical shit and I'm like, get through, get through. Yeah like i was dying <laughs> his voice is incredible in that. oh yeah uh tim mcgraw john party i love john party i have some men- honorable mention songs he sings heartache on the dance floor um she was a heartache on the dance floor way him. she gets into my mind i love him uh midland i think it's like three guys in midland but i've heard of them they have some good songs um hardy Hardy, I have to shout out. Um, if you guys love music as much as we do, please go listen to Modern Day Mixtape. Um, that is the resident music 
um, podcast here. We kind of followed in their footsteps. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Dan and Ben's cousin Tyler. Um, he has Modern Day Mixtape. I think his I think there's someone else on it. Andrew? Question mark. But um, don't kill me if I'm wrong because I just started listening. They have Modern Day Mixtape, but Tyler is the biggest Hardy fan I've ever met. And I knew of Hardy. I had never listened to any of his music, but his music rocks. It's so good. It's like he has these things called like Hardy mixtapes. So he brings on a bunch of country artists and he makes like rock country with them. Oh my God. (laughs) They have this song called Turn You Down or Turn Me Down. No. Yeah. Turn You Down. Um, That song (laughs) is one of those. Because the lyric is, when you turn me on, I just can't turn you down. Um, mm. And it's it's so fun. I'm going to listen to it as soon as I leave. It's so good. Um, so, Hardy, shout out Tyler. Thank you for that. And uh, Kenny Chesney. Oh, okay. Kenny Chesney is a really good one. So, my first pick is Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen has my heart. I love that man. So much controversy. So much controversy. But I will love that man until I die. What's the controversy? Being an asshole. Hmm. Which... It was fair. So he had he had concerts. He was on tour, and he kept canceling his concerts because he was quote sick. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Or whatever, due to unf- unforeseen circumstances. circumstances. But. Hmm. Um. And he's also yeah you know, women. Issues oh, women. And stuff, um, so. Yeah. Well. Um. First song by him is "Talk in Tennessee." That was the first song I heard by him, and he was saying in the song, um. Those little smoke glass fancy cars sure go fast, but they don't get you where you wanted to go. Um, all I've ever owned is a semi to cuddle up, get you falling in love on the bench seat. And he goes, don't mind me. I'm just talking Tennessee. Um, and he's like, why don't you grab some tailgate underneath the stars, catch a firefly, catch some fireflies in a moonshine jar. Like He's hitting all those... Uh those buzzwords yeah for country music for yeah sure. he is saying like you know i'm sure you love those guys in the high-rise condos and all that shit but you're not gonna you know sorry i'm just talking tennessee like you got to be with a country boy if you want to live kind of thing and it's like oh god you're right you're so right oh sorry god. morgan i need to buy my boyfriend a country hat I, my, little, my little cowboy i have to refer cowboy. to my boyfriend as only a cowboy from now on <laughs> As Lil Cowboy. Um, (laughs) Dude, have you seen that SNL skit about Tiny Horse? Yes. My tiny horse. (laughs) he is. My tiny horse. Classic. Thank you, Tim. Timmy T for Mm. that. Very good. Uh, Second song is Seven Summers. He's talking about... um, uh, Sure, you've got a big diamond ring on your hand right now. He's coming after married women. Probably got a baby or a couple by now. Um, but I wonder when you're drinking, if you find yourself thinking about that boy from East Tennessee. Yeah, I both we knew. Yeah, I know we both knew better when we both said forever, but that was seven summers ago. Southern comfort. No. Back then, you used to love the river and sipping on a sixer with me. Does it ever make you sad to know that was seven summers ago? So he met this girl, and they were in love. 
seven summers ago and they haven't talked since but he's like i'm i wonder if you're still thinking about that summer with me that's a classic theme too yeah it's like that thing where it's like every man's the one that got away like every man has that and it's like and that's very prevalent in country music yeah isn't that odd i mean i guess that's prevalent through all music but i guess i specifically yeah country music i i feel as though that has a huge a huge role in country music because i don't know why i have this image in my head that like country man just they gotta do what they gotta do and if love doesn't work out it doesn't work out but they'll still be pining over you they gotta wake up at 5 a.m whether there's a woman in their bed or not right feed those horses feed the horses but i think that's a huge i mean think about immigrating to a new country too like way back when 1920s like ellis island and shit they're still longing for something they used to have folk songs um Mm -hmm. And um, especially during slavery, too, they're yearning for the life they had and they're yearning for making it to the promised land. Mm. So I think that kind of transcends into to modern day music. Yeah. Yearning for something. Yearning Yearning period. Yearning period. Period. Um, Last song is Whiskey Glasses. He is again. He's like, I got a whiskey glasses. Two contexts whiskey glasses pour a shot of whiskey and also he says i need whiskey glasses because i like like goggle glass glasses the ones i don't have on today um and do you think that compare whiskey glasses to the rose colored glasses what are the differences one one is made for a cowboy oh and the other is is made for for the beatles oh so Whiskey glasses is like, I'm going to get drunk to forget you. And, and I also need it to just see beyond. You. Yeah. I see. And rose-colored glasses are painting things in a nice, in a better light. Yeah. Okay. They're All kind right. of the same thing. But yeah, that's, that's also a banger. Love that. Yeah, so that's Morgan Wallen. Very modern. What do you got? Um, next I'm going to do t- Toby Keith. This is part of the reason why we pick country music, because Jenna wanted to do Toby Keith episode, and I'm like, I don't know Toby Keith that well, but I want to talk about him. He, well, okay, so let me start by saying, some of his music, some of his, like, lyrics are weird. Like, sometimes he gets into his his feels as a man, and it's like... gotta do what you gotta do. For example, How Do You Like Me Now? This one is a classic. Everybody loves How Do You Like Me Now? The beginning, like that opening line just starts it off fun. And he always keeps everything so fun and light mm-hmm. and chewy. He loves that. Chewy. Chewy. Mm. And so do, you, do you, you know you are familiar with the song? Yes. When he's describing himself in high school, do you have somebody that you think of? Um, That's a good – sorry, I'm – because I don't think no, taking okay. some BC it, right now. Because when I like when he describes himself, I have never in my life could compare him to somebody at my high school who would write a girl's name on the football field and write "call for a good time." Um, there were a couple kids in my high school that definitely took football way too seriously. Really? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, like, the grade above me. The kids that graduated in, like, 20... When did I graduate? 2020? 2019, they graduated. And they were, like... They really thought that they were the shit for being on the football team. There was one guy. Did they have a win streak? Sorry to interrupt. But no. Yeah. Of course not. No. The, we, their team has always been bad. No offense. Of course. We field, the only thing we feel is good at is lacrosse, and that's because we have the res across the street. And and that's their bread and butter. That's like the bread and butter. That's the legacy. Of, so good. Yes. Lacrosse. And our soccer team was really good, too. And swim teams. The swim swim teams. teams were crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no, like... There was no and the softball team, yeah. The girls softball team was my sister was on it. I, 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 I almost said I auditioned for the team. I tried out for the team, <laughs> and I was in the first round of cuts, and it was me and one other girl. Mm. They were like, "Yeah, you're obviously not fit for this," and I was like, "What the <laughs> hell?" But you know, who was the say coach? Say I'll get him. He's been through enough. <laughs> Truly, him and his wife have been through enough. I don't. Oh, yeah, is yeah. that who it was? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even want to speak on them. Oh they are fine. God. They're fine. They're great people. They're good. <laughs> um, how do you like me now? Yeah. This song bops for sure. It's like a fuck you. I'm glad your life sucks. But at the same time, this man has some issues with women. Yeah. Like yep. How he has concentrated on her throughout his career, which I understand. Like doing things out of spite. Sometimes that's what you need to do, but. There's too much subjective evidence that this man is a simp. Absolutely. Yes. Like, he can't... Why would you come back and be like, guys, I'm so big, so rich. Not big and rich, but, like, I am this huge thing. Big and, rich. Yeah, big rich. And also, fuck that lady who now has two kids and and has a bad life. LOL. Haha. Right. And like, it's like, can you calm down? But just... also, the growl singing... 10 out of 10. Yeah. How do you like me now? <laughs> it's it's iconic. I love that for him. Like, truly, very good. <laughs> and then that continues. I have four songs for this one. Who's Your Daddy? Uh, mm. This song is about a booty call. Yeah. It's about a booty call. Um, if you're a college boy, I am sorry, but he fucking got your ass. <gasps> he called you out. Mm. Like, yep, you all go home and you go back to your collegiate affairs. And mm-hmm. then you leave your ladies here. And who do they come to? Sugar Daddy Me. Mm-hmm. Literally. Um, he And, you know, he in this song, it's so different because, like, the way he's talking to the, the woman in this song, he's going, well, you've run on a little tough luck, baby, did you? Well, don't you sweat it. Everything is waiting inside for you. You know I want it, so come and get it. It's like, you. I, he, oh. he's saying, it's okay that you went along with your little college fling, and now he's gone. I'm still here. He's like, you come on back home to daddy. <laughs> And you oh. tell, which I know, I know what you're thinking. She has a grimace on her face. She is Grimace Jr. right now. Mm. But unfortunately, I think that's very fun. I think that's like, he's that's like, like typical 90s. Yes. Before. Like, yes. Yeah. Feminism. But he just, he just lets her right back in. <laughs> and it's just like, some girls are wanderers. Some girls are manic pixie dream girls. Who jump Christ. around, jump around. And he's like, all right. Because, to- and never in my wildest dreams do I think Toby Keith is looking for something serious in any song. No, he's a player. For sure. For sure. I The only reason why I'm cringing is because I just I was at Dwyer's the other night and I got hit on by an old man. And that's what it's making me think of. How was he dressed? Um, He had on like a fleece, a black fleece jacket. He had on uh, like a baseball cap, t-shirt, jeans, whatever. Long hair? No, not long hair, like short gray hair, 
little gray facial hair and stuff. Like he was like salt and pepper. Older, or? yeah, salt oh, and pepper. Okay. He was older, and I was like, I was trying to get a drink, and I couldn't get in anywhere because the bar was so full. So I said, "Do you mind if I squeeze in here?" He goes, "You can squeeze wherever you want." He goes, and he just starts laughing. He's like with his buddies or whatever, and he goes, and then he goes, "Are you a snake?" No. <laughs> and you like, go, "Show no. me how you squiggle." <laughs> And well, I was no, like, I'm not a snake. And he turned away. <laughs> I should have. I should have been like, I should have barked at him. <laughs> but I needed a drink so bad. And he goes, sorry, you know, hormones are going crazy. And I was like, you're like, oh, menopause. I, <laughs> Jenna, you should have been there with me. I didn't know what to, s- I was just like, he goes, you can, you can squeeze anywhere you want on me. And I literally just turned to him. I go, yeah, you wish. And his friends started <gasps> laughing and. No, that's I would if I were in that situation. Oh my god, it was so I'd be like, bad. Actually, did you know that as you get older, your hormone levels decrease with age? Yeah, <laughs> it's like your body I... processes, like your peristalsis, which is literally like the <laughs> the motion that helps feces get to your yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like your peristalsis slows. Like I'm surprised you're not constipated right now. I... That's what you say to Jenna, them. Jenna, I'm not well. Ver- no one hits on me, so I was like caught off guard. Yeah. And it's not the first time an old man has hit on me. Like, I've been catcalled before, but the fact that, like, I just didn't have much to say, I just, like, kept, I was really just trying to get the attention of the bartender. And it was all girls, and I'm like, help a girl out here. Yeah. I'm just trying to get some drinks. I'll tip you. I'll tip you so good. I did. I tipped her so good. Speaking of bars. Yeah, keep going. Please. I love this bar. Yeah. Um, for me, this song really set the bar high for the first time I would ever go into a bar. Get it, bar. And I have never in my life gotten the experience I've wanted. Like, this song, it I have always been uncomfortable and miserable yep. in any bar setting. Yeah. And it's like, I think that's maybe because I don't frequent bars. Like, I gave it one shot, and that's, I was like, yeah. And then eventually my friends are like, come out, come out. And I'm like, okay. And then I get <laughs> out there, and I'm like, this is hell on earth. This is hell on earth. Yep. Everybody's right on top of each other. <laughs> um, But... It's a great song. Yeah. How he's like listing all the people, really setting the scene. Yeah. Um, guitar solos are always welcome in my ear holes. Yes, please. Love a guitar solo. And the crowd work. If you're listening to the specific version where like it's the crowd in the background. Yeah. Classic. I love that about that song. But that's pretty much it for that song. It's just like it's very simple. Like it's him singing about his favorite bar. Yeah. My last one. Beer for my horses, featuring Willie Nelson. Willie, have you? Are you familiar? Yes. Okay. Uh, Rap kings. <laughs> they are. Grandpappy told my pappy back in my day, son. Like, it kind of. There's a lot of country music that is kind of rapsed-ish it, style. It's on like the borderline. Yes. Yeah. It's like they have a lot of words they have to get out to paint this picture. Yeah. Um. The song is about justice, as they say. Um. He goes. Um, he knows justice is the one thing you can always find. You got to settle up your boys. You got to draw a hard line. And the they eventually talk about like the police, like the long arm, the long arm of the law is who they reference toward the end. Mm. This song was written in 2002, which is the year I was born. What the? Sorry, I was I five. Um, wow. I was five years old. But um, happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> this song was very much country music had a new turn after 9-11 sorry to keep bringing up 9-11 this is like a consistent plot point but country music a certain genre of it became searching for justice for this crime Mm -hmm. and like for and like trying to build back up and like 
yeah. tell everybody like we deserve justice for w- what's going on mm-hmm. and country music made a hard line and was like this is what we're going to sing about because they again very um police positive very uh military positive yeah and so like that song this song is kind of like that but then it goes but then he talks about giving beer to a horse so it's like it's it's squiggling between the lines like a snake yeah. going over the border uh, yeah, yeah you can't be that direct there True. are some yeah. songs that are that direct especially nowadays but but like there's a we find a we find a rope in Texas, find a tall oak tree, round up all of them bad boys, hang them high in the streets for all the people to see. Like, that's a line. And mm. it's just, like, open hangings, like the witch trials. And it's, mm. it's, and, you know, like, <sighs> Willie Nelson sings that long. Yeah. And he was older at the time. So mm-hmm. it was, like. Fair enough. Yeah. I like Toby wrote that lyric. I was, like. I need you to sing this for me. Please yeah. sing it for me. I, I can't, can't sing it. I, I can't get canceled yet. <laughs> Not yet. Please. I'm already Just talking about fucking underage girls. Yeah. Just read this for me. You know, underage girls, I didn't think about that when I was thinking of the other song. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Well, if they're in college, then yeah. at least they're 18. But God, but could yeah, you wait Toby a year? Keith, who was probably in his 30s. Whatever. Uh, it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's what I hope she made her choices. Yeah, of sound, body, and mind. That's all I'm gonna say. God, please. Um, but yeah, this song is classic. Like screaming in the car. Yeah, it's it has a great beat to it, and with Toby Keith's vocals, he does have like very good support. Like, and he has like such that low register where it's like he's speaking to you rather mm-hmm. than singing. Yeah, which makes it so strong. Yeah, and that's why I like Toby Keith. Toby Keith. And that's the end of that one. Yay, Toby. Yay, Toby. Do you want to go on to your next one? Let's do it. Uh, my second one is Billy Currington. This man... Do you know Billy? Mm-hmm. He is... He's Perfection a, on a stick. He's a gorgeous man. Vocals and, like, early 2000s Billy. I want to give him... I want to put my mouth on his mouth. Politely. Politely. With consent. With consent. Gently. Gently. So gentle. And sweetly. And almost like kissing a Hershey's kiss. (gasps) Wow. You know, chocolatey. Chocolatey, sweet lull. Well, when you... Okay. Well, let's let's think for a second. They do have like that waxing coating. Waxy coating. So he'd be wearing chapstick. So it'd be like a waxy chocolate kiss. The only way to... Mm -hmm. Mm. Hmm. No, finish your thought. Go ahead. The only way to, the only way to, to break through the wax coating is with, with, with some, some moisture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Do with that, that what you will. Yeah. Billy Currington. Billy Currington. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, <laughs> we had to take a commercial break, but we are back. <laughs> had to take a millisecond. First song I have by Billy is "Let Me Down Easy." Um. He's talking about like them being on the beach and like, um, if I fall, would you let me down easy? If I leave my heart with you tonight, will you promise me that you're gonna treat it right? Barely hanging on. If I fall, will you let me down easy? And it's like, yes, Billy. He is so <laughs> anytime, Billy. Yeah. Him today though, gotta say, no, fell off. Oh, but Billy. it's fine because he's old. You know, hey, we are not ageist on this. Podcast. I'm not ageist, but Jenna, I have standards. Okay, 
Okay. I, I don't. Sorry. I <laughs> I have to bring a different perspective into this, Elena. <laughs> I just anyone above the age of thirty. I think he's attractive, but I would not fuck him. That's for sure. Elena. What? You're really limiting your options. I'm 21. Oh, I forget. I'm sorry. I forget how young you are sometimes. I'm 21. Jenna, I... If I could find a silver fox, I would, but I'm not looking. I'm not. And you know what? I respect that about you. Thank you. I respect you, and I respect your choices. I will not question them anymore. Young Billy Currington, get at me. Old Billy Currington, you could be my dad. So that's not going to happen. Yeah, so he's just saying, like, you know, if if I fall for you tonight and he's, like, talking about, like, she's got, like, a halo of hair on the blanket that they're on on the oh. beach. And, like, she, he's just, like, so head over heels. And he's like, if I fall for you and it's not meant to be, can you just let me down easy? Because I, I can't deal with it. And his voice is, like, fucking butter. It is <laughs> so – his voice is so good. It's like – a whipped mashed potato. He, he's like the foam on a latte. <gasps> he's silky sweet smooth. cold foam. Sweet cold foam. Oh my gosh. He's am- amazing. Second song is "Don't." Um, don't what? Don't, baby, baby, don't. Don't you say you're leaving? Why don't you stay a little oh. bit longer? Got it going on. Stop. I just can't Stop. believe that this feeling, it just keeps getting stronger. You know, I think it, he set my standards very high as a woman. I love being worshipped by men. I, Is that toxic? No. I love being worshipped by a man. Because he keeps saying in the song, like... Even if you don't mean it, just say it. Just, he, he goes, he goes, um... Don't you see the clock on the wall chime in? Um, Saying, like, um, doesn't it just suck that time is passing by? Like, it's going slow, but it's going so fast. Mm -hmm. He's like, don't leave. Just stay a little bit longer because you've got it going on. And I, I just can't believe that I keep falling more and more in love with you. And I. Can this be the title song to the Snake movie? What? Don't. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> the music video is him in bed with a snake. Billy Currington, could you be in our movie? Question he will mark. be casted as the cowboy who falls in love with a snake. He is. Oh my god. Sexy man. Last song. Must be doing something right. This song. This song is so I I showed this to one of my exes the one time and he turns to me and goes wow i've never related to a song more and i said what and he, he said goes, shut up <laughs> he was he's he was emotional um <laughs> he was an aquarius man okay. we prefer emotion I, than no emotion i love a man who's in touch with his emotions mm-hmm. it if you my ex my most recent ex never cried in front of me until we broke up mm. and i was like interesting i've had an ex also say to me like i don't cry and like you have me crying right now was that on me yes absolutely i'm dramatic and i flaunt it absolutely but 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 when you're i don't think that's very attractive what when you you say like you're making me cry cry," or like yeah i don't cry and you're making me cry right now i think that's a little bit manipulative and it's not that he like didn't cry there were times where he would like tear up you know Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like 
he just didn't express emotions with me and mm. I love when people do that mm-hmm. because it makes me feel like safe like I'm yeah like be vulnerable please right like because I'm vulnerable with you yeah and that's essentially what he's saying he's like I must be doing something right must be doing something right I just heard you sigh Lean into my kiss and close those deep blue need-you eyes. Oh. Don't know what I did to earn a love like this, but baby, I must be doing something right. He does it right. He, he did it, and he does it, and he did it right. Worship me. Worship women aka me i am woman hear me roar give me gentle kiss mouth on mouth give me smoosh <laughs> give me smoosh on mouth thank you give me smoosh give me a forehead kiss <gasps> a forehead kiss <laughs> i love forehead kisses oh, so gentle so sweet that's oh. all i have and uh, i don't know <laughs> I'm in a mushy, cushy me and, mood. Me and Elena are just, like, melting over here. We gotta move out of this vibe. Let's get out. I'm being too in my deep motions. We are at an hour eight. You want to rush through these last two, or do you want to do one more? Uh, do the last two, please. All just... right, I'll, I'll quickly do my last two. We have plenty of time. Big and rich. Mm-hmm. Big and rich. I chose two. Come into your city, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Two very similar songs. Yeah. But they... um. They do give, like, different um, perspectives. Come yeah. to your city. We love a shout-out. Specifically, I chose this one because the line, and Chippewa's where we go when we're up in Buffalo. Don't you know those Yankees drink enough to drown? Yes, Which, sir. Yes. We, all we do in Buffalo is drink alcohol. That's all we can do. We're Polish, German, and Irish. Yep. So that's just in our blood. Um, there's a disco break in the song. What? Brother, there's like a slight disco break. Hmm. It, it gives I'll me, listen to it. It gives me disco vibes for sure. Tells a story. Has references to places that they've toured. Mm-hmm. Like other than Buffalo, they do. They continually bring up places. And it, that's what gets the people going. It's like imagine performing that in the town that you're singing about. Like Drake when he sings about the Galleria. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it Walden? I think it is. I think it is I'm too. almost positive. Sorry, Drake. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm always vibing to this song. The minute it comes on, it puts me in a good mood. A little, if you want a little bang in your yin yang, come along. You know, <laughs> if you want a little bang in your yin yang, if you want a little zing in your zang zang, I will only refer to it as my yin yang. <laughs> if you want a little ting in your tang tang, come along. It's oh, Fuck. they just know how to do it. They know like the buzzwords, <laughs> the buzzing, like the the. Everybody loves to sing songs that are like. Just, like, make your mouth full of the words. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, when you know the words and, like, you could just keep going. Cult 45. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, songs like that where you could just sing along and, like, oh, it's so good. And it helps build community. And then save a horse, ride a cowboy. It's like the opening of a Jackass movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I imagine, like, the camera is on um what's his name of jackass steve-o yeah and he's just like bum, bada, bum. so he gets it um if the song <laughs> steve-o can get it for sure uh if the song plays Not at a wrong. party i'm up and moving they named the horse leroy love that they're very protective of their horse yeah um negatives cat calling positives cat calling 
Everybody's doing catcalling in this song. The men are catcalling to the women. The women are catcalling right back. Consensual catcall. Consensual catcall. CCC. Um, and another positive, another tasty guitar and fiddle solo. They, yes. They utilize yeah. the fiddle heavily yeah. in this one. Very good. Um, honk, honk. Mm. They have the, like, little break. They add uh, – that's another thing I love about some of these country songs. They add, like, other sounds rather than, like – you know, like they have like a car honking to like show like that they're moving through the city. It makes me laugh. Puts it into perspective. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, what do you think Gigan Frogs is? Well, I took her out getting drunk. Gigan Frogs introduced her to my old drunk song. Is that a thing that people do? It's a thing that some people do in the South. Gigging, G I G G I N. Gigan Frogs. Picking up frogs. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Using a large spear or gig to impale frogs in the bodies of water and then pulling them out of the water to be cooked and eaten. Would you want to gig frogs on a first date? Yes. I love... No. I love a frog. I love frogs. I won't kill them, but I... I would catch them. I'd catch them and I'd set them free because I love the little squitchy babies, Mm -hmm. but... Squitch. I love nature... So any, like, first date in nature where I can just, like, grab little shit and be yeah. a little grab- forest be, gremlin. Yes. be dirty. Like, <laughs> so I can get get dirty. And you grab a bullfrog and it just goes. <laughs> just, <laughs> just screams in your face and pisses on you. Oh, that's the best, best first they date. They pissing, yeah. They do. Oh, but I love that. They, they're just so funny in the way they, like, set the scene and, like, characterize themselves. I love it. It I, really is. A, yeah. It's a good big, song. They, big and Rich, they always have that, like, party vibe. They do have some softer songs, which I'm not as familiar with, but I will look into because can you imagine them being gentle after talking about gigging frogs? No. Riding a, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Ride a snake. Ride a snake. He'll save eat your a- horse now. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to gobble it. He's going <laughs> to Gig and frogs, eat your horse now. <laughs> eat your horse now. <laughs> That's it for Big and Rich for me. That's well, it's like if LMFAO went country. Yes! That's a perfect reference. Yes, yeah. yes. All right, third on my list, Tyler Childers. He is new <laughs> new to the gang. Um, his song that went popular on TikTok was All Yorn. All Yorn. Um. I'm all yorn, and you're your all corn. mine. I'm all your corn, and you're all my corn? Yeah. Yeah. Is that I guess. No. But yeah. Oh, okay. Now okay. that you said it, yeah, probably. He's just saying, like, I'm all yorn, and you're all mine. I'm all yours, and you're and all mine. You're all, oh, yeah, okay. so he just kind of mixed it together. He's you and, and the... I love you, too. My lungs give out. Yeah. I ain't lying. His voice is so good and it's unique and it's tasty flavorful or love his voice first song i have by him is way of the triune god it starts off with like a chant almost it's like go up tell it on the mountain faith too strong to be left out way of the triune god i don't need laws of man to tell me what i ought to be and he just goes. He just goes. It is very like 
faithful chant um uh hymn almost like it it's such a good song and it very soulful um way of the triune god is probably my favorite song by him then i have all yorn when i was just saying Mm -hmm. and feathered indians he references stuff like that a lot i don't know if he's native i don't know if he has any ties to that that nationality yeah it's a little or ethnicity ethnicity i don't know like what his tie is to that he does have a lot of references to saying like indians and saying feathered indians which which is what that's like a country music ver or um yeah noun yeah i i get it i have taken i think three or four native american classes in literature and history mm-hmm. i i grew up across the res so i i do you know like we to recognize embrace it yeah yes and we have people who are native i who do can, yes we i can get clarification from. yes i have a couple friends who are native um that like i i understand first of all i had a white man teaching the class but here's the thing is he wrote an entire book on the history of lacrosse oh that's sick. he is very much embraced in the native american community and he's very intelligent he's very smart so like he knew what he was talking about but we had a whole talk about if native american people like being called indians still and it's one of those things that they have embraced over time but but that's not who they are right like that is not an identity that was an identity based off of um illegitimate yes yeah so not a huge fan of verbiage but i get in the song it's it's um it's you it's not derogatory so it's fine but yeah yeah yeah. that's yeah when it comes down to it context is that what i'm thinking yes 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 he doesn't mean any harm but at the end of the day does that really matter if your intentions were right good yeah yeah what you got oh uh my last one oh you know i gotta talk about jody messina (laughs) you know i gotta talk about my girl i forgot what i had talked about the last time and so i chose uh downtime and if not you both from the burn uh album and then heads carolina tales california which that one i'll do last uh downtown downtime was a song i did not get until i was older Mm -hmm. and i had gone through my downtime love to scream it i feel it mr krabs i am feeling this song wholeheartedly in my chest every day as i go through life this song truly has great vibes about pushing through rough times and motivates the listener to get over these down times Mm. um i think it is like love focused like it's focused on the down times of relationships but I still think it resonates with any moments in life that yeah. you feel down. Um, the the melody's not coming to my head right now, but she just, it's a great song to listen to when you're down on your luck and like, oh, if only I could remember it. Oh, it'll come to me later. But that's Sing all I have to say about that. I highly recommend if you listen to any of my choices, listen to Downtime, especially if you're. They better in a listen rut. to your, everybody's choices, oh. especially <laughs> well, Jenna's. Yeah, Jenna's got good taste. Guys. Well, Helena's, you also have very good taste. I appreciate that about you. Yeah, um, give credit where credit's due, guys. Uh, <laughs> sorry. If not you, 
Mm. Uh, starts with a freaking giggle. She giggles into that microphone. I love that. I love it. She's like Kobe Kelly. Yeah. I love that. Or like Shania Twain. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They had Let's go, girls. Mm-hmm. Which I would have picked Shania if I did not choose Jody. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a line uh, I, about disagreeing just to disagree. I also consistently disagree to just to, to disagree, mm. just to be an advocate for the other side. Gotta do what you gotta do. Um, this song. So she's like singing to a man in this song. If not you, who is ever going to make me happy? If not love, what is it I feel for you? Mm. Um, you could feel a lot of things, Jody. It could be lust. It could be admiration, idolization. I don't think it's love, unfortunately. Right. Because the song is its like she's singing like, I'm a bitch sometimes. And yet you get it. And like, yeah, you understand it. Because it is just her being like. Because he wants to fuck. Oh, yeah, true. Um, another song that I find very fun to shout out, shout out very loud. Uh, if I search the world over under, still I wonder who would, who would I be searching for? Yeah, who if not you? So it's like, yes, it's nice, but like that's not love. The beginning, yeah, the beginning is just her being like, yeah, I, I'll admit I'm fucked up sometimes, <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's like, what are you trying to say here, Jody? Jody, what the hell? Yeah, J- Jody, what the hell? Even hook. Um, <laughs> another good song. Heads Carolina, tails California. Mm. Somewhere greener, somewhere warmer. Mm. Um, who doesn't know this song? It was also covered by somebody else that I forget the name of. Mm. Uh, but that's okay. Um, I have never had the feeling to flee town. There's just no way I would be emotionally prepared for that. Really? She's just like, let's Even just pack up and go. I have too much keeping me here at the moment. So, and I've always had too much keeping me anywhere. Even when I left for New York City, I was like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. But it is. Uh, she says quarter. She says quarter really funny. Quarter. Um, okay. And then I started doing the math. There's a line that says, we can go for 100 miles before we stop for gas. Um, earlier in the song, she mentions packing up a U-Haul truck and just going. So we can assume she is talking about driving 100 miles in a U-Haul. So I Googled how many miles per gallon in a 1996 10-foot U-Haul truck. <laughs> um, the 1996 part the 1996 part had no part in this investigation when I did my Google search. But That's this is funny. what I found. A 10-foot U-Haul truck can go for 372 miles before they must fill their tank. So why is she stopping at specifically 100? And then that's when I realized this song is about a woman who's about to murder a man and start a new life. We'll drive for a day and then we'll look at the map. That's a line from the, the song. We'll drive for a day and then look at the map. Mm. She's looking for a place to bury his body. Mm-hmm. She wants him to get lost so that she can do what she has to do, get rid of him. So this is a ruse. The song is a ruse to get him out of the si- out of the town so she can murder him, come back, be like, he left me. It didn't work out. I can start over. Oh, my God. That's what the song is about. Um, and I stuck by that analysis, um, my hypothesis. Yeah. And uh, I will continue my efforts to find this man that Jody Messina has murdered. And in due time, she will be served justice. He will. He be served. Oh, he. They. Maybe he deserved it, actually. Who knows? I Who ha- knows that's why I did. have to launch the investigation. But unfortunately, yeah. nobody has been taking my claim seriously. We'll start a true crime podcast just about <laughs> that. <laughs> about about fake crimes oh my gosh <laughs> i just did a murder mystery the other night Ooh. it was so fun it was one of those boxes where you get like 
you get, you know, there's like a murder and you have to solve it. I love it. It was so fun. There was like. Was it difficult? One, two, three, four, five of us. No. Oh, okay, good. It was challenging for sure. And it helped that we had so many people like looking stuff over too because there were little things that everyone picked up that no one else did. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. I bet. Do you think five was like the perfect amount for it or was it like too many cooks? That was that was good. That was okay. good, especially because we were all at different levels. Really nice. Yeah, we were all like, there were little things that I pointed out. There were little things that other people pointed out that I was like, oh, damn, you're so right. But <laughs> okay. we were all smart, so that yeah, helped. That's good. If you had someone who like just didn't give a fuck. I want to do something like that. My sister and I love true crime, so like that's oh something gosh. I would do with her. They have it at like Target, Walmart. They're just like unsolved cases or whatever. Um, unsolved mystery. Yeah, you get evidence. It's so cool. We got we got high before and did it. It was awesome. Oh. <laughs> it was <awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> Your thinking power was at maximum oh, capacity. Literally, <laughs> I was like, I really. W- <laughs> One person goes, "We should get the red the red string out and just start like tacking yeah, shit the- to the wall." <laughs> Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> so good um my last person is chris stapleton i love chris stapleton i want to see him live so bad him and morgan wallen are on my bucket list um i have three songs by him first is you should probably leave um another song that's like you want me to stay but you want me to say that you should probably leave um and he's singing like and by the end he's saying this is a common theme in a lot of country mm-hmm. songs is like they change their mind by the end and it's like but I want you to stay but you should probably leave like he changes his mind and is like I want you to stay but you should probably leave because Healthy. because we're going to fuck and it's going to be bad. I mean the sex is going to be great but it's going to But then what will happen afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. If we're not in love, you know. Um but yeah. I mean, even if it was just a hookup, I don't. Th- I think he's in love with her, and she's. And then he turns on Billy Turnson. He's like, "You must be doing something right." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh my god, That's that sucks song. though. Like saying that kind of thing, just to like on the topic of like men being like, "I want you to stay, but you should leave." Don't say the "I want you to stay" part. Just be, say be direct. Yeah, just say. Even though I mean that does go against us being like share your emotions. Yeah. But sometimes you need to save feelings. Yeah. You got to just wait when the moment's right. Recognize. Yes. Yeah, recognize that if somebody says, I want you to stay, of course I want to stay too. Right. But then they they go, you should probably leave. It's like retracting. Yeah. It's like, well, why? But then that's the that's how you explore the emotion. Right. It depends on the but circumstance, it, of but, course. And if the circumstance is a hookup, then yeah, forget you everything I've said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably leave. <laughs> you, you should get off. You should get out of here. I'm head out. Um, next song is Tennessee Whiskey, of course, his most popular song. That song, I, oh my gosh, the one day I was at work at Favorites, and shout out Favorites, love you guys. <laughs> and um, that song came on during, we have like a, a, there's like lunch rush and it ends at two, and then we pick up again at like 4.35 o'clock for dinner rush. So I'm like cleaning and they have on country music and I'm just, I didn't give a fuck who heard me. I was riffing. I was riffing those <laughs> riffs. It was such a good day like that. Oh, I went home and sang that song. I, it was just like, I love that song. So it's a good song. Um, what else is it? Oh, I'll, once you're done, I have one more. Honor- I have one honorable mention. Okay. 
my last song is Whiskey and You. The difference between Whiskey and You is that, like, you make me feel something. Lots of songs about whiskey. I have, let's see, Whiskey Glasses, Morgan Wallen, Tennessee Whiskey, and Whiskey and You by Chris Stapleton. So it's like, Hmm. what's up with whiskey? That's, That's like your drink of choice. And listen, I really don't like whiskey. My mom drinks Jameson, and I think it's ass, but I get double jacks and cokes whenever i go out oh my god because the coca-cola just tops everything up it does and jack is good jack is like the only good whiskey i wouldn't say only but it's one of the that's one you top two or one i i'm a tequila girl damn i like my clear liquids get it done tequila vodka gin holy crap Mm -hmm. i can't really do vodka anymore I had too much. Uh, vodka crayon, I can always do. Oh, I love vodka crayon. Vodka I, crayon. I went out with my friends to Ellicottville, um, Trevor and his boyfriend Cam, and I had three glasses of wine before we even hit a bar, because I had one at the cabin, two at dinner, and then went to a bar. I got a vodka crayon, crushed it in like a minute, and then they did picklebacks. Do you know what a pickleback is? It's um, when you swallow a pickle whole. But not like a full pickle, like a, a tiny gherkin pickle. It's like a it's a dill pickle spear, and you swallow it whole, and then you smack someone's back, and it jumps back out. Pickleback. <laughs> Give me my pickleback. <laughs> Where are my sick. pickles? <laughs> you forgot the pickle. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, that was fucked up. Um, picklebacks are a shot of Jameson, and then a shot of pickle juice. Does it taste good? I love pickles. I hate Jameson, so we did it with Jack. It was, at first I was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. And then I was like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> but then they kept doing them, and I was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. So they did picklebacks. I just kept having vodka crayons and stuff. And, oh, I was so hammered that did night. Did you drive home? Who drove home that night? Or did you have an Airbnb? His, his dad picked us up. <gasps> dad? Yeah. Because the cabin's only like 15 minutes from the town. Oh, okay. 12 minutes not even so um yeah he came and picked us up at like twelve thirty. after da- oh my god i danced that whole night because i was fucking sloshed see if i could find a bar where i can just dance there was a dance floor all millennials all like at least 30 years old were the youngest kids in there i'm dancing i don't oh, give a good, fuck good. there's like adults grinding on each other facing each other super weird there's a guy like on the floor like break dancing they're feeling their oats i i wholeheartedly support that yeah i was like on each other that's what the bars are for do what you gotta do yeah there was your time out there was a guy there and he had like long hair and i don't know he seemed kind of cool but my friends were like go 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 and i'm like no i want to dance by myself right now i want to dance by my it's been so long since i haven't felt guilty about being who i want to be and just dance the night away fucking wasted dude yeah they were playing bangers oh my god they were playing nikki jack harlow they were playing dance, throwbacks. They were playing dance music. They it was oh my god. Bring so me back, bring me back. Yeah. So that's all I got. Um, you can list your honorable mentions. I'll list mine. Rock me, mama, like a wagon mm. wheel. <laughs> that's it. That's mama all I wanted to say. Me. That song is really fun to harmonize to, and it would play all the time when I worked at a tanning salon. Oh. And you, we were majority of the time just like empty. And so, like, I'd be singing my little song, and I'd be like, hey, mama, rock me. And then when we went to North Carolina, that was, like, the song of the trip. That and uh, West Virginia. Oh, of course. Mountain mama. 
yeah. Take the whole I I love that for you guys. That looked like so much fun. I can't. Uh, well, I probably if we go again this if we go somewhere this summer, I probably won't be able to go. Yeah. I have no money and no job. I'll pay for you. I Don't would literally that. pay for you no, to go. No, no, no. I will go if I'm invited. But well. if <laughs> if I can tag along, we'll we'll assault. Mark, we'll or not assault. We'll uh, question the council. Assault. We'll, we'll assault the council. We'll consult with. Let the her council. go. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I need this. Everybody deserves a vacation. <laughs> My honorable mentions are Turn You Down, Hardy, and Morgan Wallen. It's on Hardy Mixtapes. Shout out, Tyler. Thank you. Heartache on the Dance Floor, John Party. That was the one I was uh, singing before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Between uh, Rock and a Hard Place, Bailey Zimmerman. He's got a great voice. Love Bailey Zimmerman. Uh, Make Me Wanna, Thomas Rhett. That is such a uh, fun song. Thomas Rhett. I went to a Thomas Rhett concert in... um, was it Canandaigua? Mm. It might have been by one of the Finger Lakes. I had never bl- blacked out so badly. <laughs> Holy shit! Really? Uh, that's uh, now that I'm recalling it. I I always say people. I I don't think I've ever blacked out. I think I did black out at that concert because I drank heavily. Wow! Like consistently and heavily to the point where like I remember sitting on because we were in like the the grass like just sitting yeah darian yeah no it was in canandaigua oh yeah sorry yeah so like it was a big it was a big theater outdoor and yeah i don't i remember bits and pieces of walking back to the car and somebody yelled at me and they said hey what kind of chicken fingers or what kind of chicken wing should i get i go hot (laughs) Hot that's the staple that's what you get yeah and uh damn yeah love that for you i've only ever blacked out once but I wasn't don't about it. Much. I don't ever want to do it again. And I, no, I do it's not horrible. recommend it. No, it always is. stay in control of your body, you guys. And it's like, they always say, oh, just pull trig. No, you can't. What's that? Pull trig. That means, like, if you feel like you're going to be sick, like, if you feel like you're going to, like, get really, really drunk and black out, throw up, empty your stomach out, and then you can keep drinking. Oh, no, no. If I would throw up and then not drink anymore, if anything. Right. Because then you Why feel better. Pull trig? It looks like you're, but you put two oh, fingers down your mouth like okay, a gun, and okay. then you pull trig, and it makes you throw up. Like a censored. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. No, um, last ones are "Live Like You're Dying," Tim McGraw, of course, and "You and a Honky Tonk," Randall King. Mm. Um, Seeing you in oh, a I have one more honorable mention, but I can't remember who sings it or what it's even called. But it's about a woman who forgets her purse in a bar. And she comes in and he's like, yeah, I'll give you back your purse if you dance with me. <gasps> and then they dance and, and he danced out there on that empty hardwood floor. Oh, cute. The came, we held, or no, the moment came, we hailed each other close. Oh. It's so, and we danced. That, I think it's just called and we danced, something Th- like that. That's kind of like heartache on the dance floor because he's like, he sees this girl and he's like, you are a heartache on the dance floor. Yeah, you're grooving through my mind. Um, and then the, the bridge, or the, I guess, part of the chorus is like, where are you at, where are you at, where are you at tonight? And then, or where's she at, where's she at? And then he's like, if you're hearing this song, where are you at, where are you at? And he, like, sings to her. It's so cute. I love John Party. Oh. He's, got a, he's got a cool country twang voice. Oh, we love the twang. Jen, are you groupy or poopy on country music? I will confess, I'm not very groupy on modern country. Yeah. But I'm very groupy on 
my picks. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, of course, did not yeah. pick a single song that I did not like. <laughs> right, of course. Why? Yeah. And I, I'm unfamiliar with some of your picks, but I cannot wait to listen to them. I'll send you my... I have a playlist called This Isn't Country, or let's see what it's called. This is definitely not country, and the caption is, shut up. This is not country. <laughs> shut it. And then it's that meme of the piece of bread, and he's go, he's, the caption is, oh, you going to hell, hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. I'll send that to you I right now. I bird. love, I love Crazy. this playlist. Is is oh, it's public. All right. Well, hmm. <laughs> I was like, this public, this playlist is private because I don't want people to know. But I'm like, who, who fucking cares? I've never made a private playlist because I don't know how. You can hit the like three dots and it says just make it play uh, private. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it won't show up on your profile. You'll but. never see my playlist again. <laughs> <laughs> Most of mine that are public are like I I want people to listen to. Um, uh, I'm full groupie, all country. I used to love country in middle school and high school, like early high school. And then I got into rap again because like early middle school, I was into rap, like sixth grade. But then no one listened to it. And I was like, oh, I feel weird listening to this. And then I got into emo music and then I got into country my dad was like i thought you said you hated country like blah 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 and i'm like no i don't it's just because everyone else hates country and then and i love to go along with the crowd yeah and i love to i was so lost i literally was like i just wanted to be like everyone else and i just i realized i wasn't and um my dad was like well at least let me show you some good country music so he would my dad's again as i've said so many times before he's an audiophile so he collects speakers and his living room is like a movie theater essentially i've seen it it's awesome mm-hmm. um and he'll play music videos on the speakers or he'll play music videos on the tv and play the music through the speakers so he showed me some really good songs like a lot of the kenny chesney stuff is from him um alan jackson um my dad loves kenny chesney and stuff mm-hmm. chris young stuff like that so i'm full Your full groupie full groupie i i've always said if i had it my way i'd get an old ford pickup and i'd work on it until I work on it until I could drive it and keep it forever and then pass it down to my kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want, I, oh my God, I want to live on a farm so bad. Mm-hmm. Not for the rest of my life because I definitely, like, I'm going to move to New York City at some point for a bit. I but, like, you. retirement, you can come whenever you want. Really? Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the best part about having people that live in New York because, like, you just crash at their place. You don't that's have to true. pay for a hotel. Like, It'll be cramped, but it'll be oh, cute. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe I'll just come live with you. You can come know. live with me, yeah. I'll be a nurse in New York City. Okay. Just give me, like, a year and a half. We'll have some roommates, but... Maybe. We'll split. We'll, we'll all split rent. It'll be fine. That'd be easy. Yeah. We'll find a nice big place. Or we could just live on the street. Find a nice bridge to live underneath. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. We'll make it cozy. There are lots of places to hide in Central Park. I found them. You did? I found them. Do you know what they're filled with? Believe it or not, snakes. <gasps> Believe it or not. The ones with the belt buckles? No, these are city slicker snakes. So like City folk just don't get it. You know how country people say there's there's not enough room in the town for the both of us. Well, in the city, there's plenty of room for snakes. And they're so petite and small, they they could go into any crevice that, that they want. Right. So like there's plenty of room in the city for all of them. Do they have Tim's on? Like, really tiny ones, yeah. Yeah. Almost so small that you can't recognize that they're Tim. So they might be knockoffs. Because living there is so expensive. Right. 
you can't afford to be a snake in new york city and real have real thames yeah but they you probably got them bacon egg and cheese bacon egg and cheese bacon egg and cheese can i get a bacon egg and cheese can i get a that's what the snake says. Yeah. They whisper to you. Get chopped cheese. I got you, man. <laughs> oh, bodega Can I get man. a little bit of poop on this? <laughs> Have you seen those? <laughs> everyone, wait a minute. Everyone, everyone. Hold on, hold on. There's a trend on TikTok where it's these guys and they're like, you go to when your you deli. <laughs> yeah, when you go to a deli that doesn't serve, or when you go to the poop deli. When you're like, when yeah. you're used to going to the poop deli, but you go to a regular regular yeah. deli. Let me get a bagel with a half scoop of poop. <laughs> Can I get a pound of poop on the bagel? Yeah. Can you wrap it up nice and tight for me, please? <laughs> Chop just, poop just a little on bit the of bagel. <laughs> and the one. Michelle, that's just shout out to Michelle. She showed me that. Oh my God, it's uh, so good. Someone mentioned it at the theater, but I had seen it before. And then my brother sent it to me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is peak comedy. It is. Just a little bit of poop. Just a little bit of poop. I think one of their most recent videos, they literally had a bagel that looked like it was smeared with shit. And I was like, Thank you for giving me the visual. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thanks. Elena. What's up, Jen? If you lived in a bog, what element of the environment would you be? Algae. You'd be the algae, like that on the top of the, the water? The ones that are like caked to the rocks at the bottom. You know how sometimes when you like step into a lake, you get like that the squish. slimy, squishy yes. stuff on the bottom? That's me. Or some, like, really cool-looking sea plant, water plant, mm, like, like a squiggly one. Or, like, a one that grows out of the water. Yeah. Or I like, might, on the water's edge. I might want to stay, you know, like, seaweed? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like that. The weed of the sea. Yeah. Weed. Like, in the water. In the water. I Submerged. Like You're, like, part of, a very vital part of the ecosystem. Thank you. Did I you know most oxygen comes from algae? Yeah. So you're like a vital part of the ecosystem. Did you know, I feel like somewhere I heard that, but I can't remember what they're called. Do you know what kind of bras mermaids wear? Um, no, ma- uh, no. Did you just call me Michelle? I was about to call you Michelle, yes, because mm. I have Michelle on my mind. No, Elena. Mm. What kind of bras do mermaids wear? I don't know, but I feel like someone told me once, algae bras? Algae bras? That's not the joke, is it? It's a C. They wear C cups. <gasps> That's the joke. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Wait, isn't it? Hold on. No, because there's the mermaid's favorite subject, algae bra. No, I swear to God. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I think that... <gasps> I think you confused the two jokes. <laughs> And you know, I was going to answer, and then I said, I, I want to hear what this girl... Go. No, don't leave. Don't leave. Please, Elena. Oh, my gosh. Guys, she almost actually got up and left. I almost did, but I'm tied down. Yeah. With the headphones. It was my turn. It was my turn to tie her down. <laughs> what would you, you be? Can I, I, I would be one of the down trees. The what? Like, like a tree that's that fell but stayed submerged in the water. Oh, soaking wet wood. Mm-hmm. <gasps> <laughs> Elena, I w- that's exactly what I would be, Elena. You got me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sometimes things just come out of my mouth, and I don't hear them before I say it. Uh, I'd be, I would be. 
Oh my god. Soaking wet wood. No, 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 no. Uh, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> and cut. Okay. <laughs> Let's start over. I'm sorry. No. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed our I enjoy our banter. I do too. I'm sorry that was really Never really apologize. really 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 sexual innuendo and i didn't mean for it to be that i just no. meant like squishy squishy, squishy tree wood. Squishy, squishy wood, wood. which don't which, don't give me that look which Jenna. you know what um or i'd be like a, a bog witch wait that's i a, didn't know that was an option i know i know i'm trying to get creative with it like i'd be like because that is part of the ecosystem bog you remember witch. the wallace and gromit episode no where that like they, there's like a, a monster in the bog. It's cheese, Gromit. It's cheese. I love Wallace and Gromit. I I love claymation. Did I have a crush on him? Yeah. Was it his big cheesy smile? Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Definitely didn't have a crush on head. him. No, 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 no bald heads. My dad's bald. Okay, no bald, no bald, no bald. I'm not gonna say what I'm going to say because say Elena it. knows. No, you already know. Oh, you already oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Elena already knows. We played that game before. <laughs> I knew. I knew Jenna's answer. Well, on that note, dear God, hey guys, if you want to listen to more talk about music, go listen to Podcast Precinct's podcast called Modern Day Mixtape. Give them a um, shout out. Give them a shout out. Um. If you want to listen to more talk about, if you want to hear more banter, more, you know, conversational stuff, go listen to Your Average Ordinary with Dan and Ben. Um, Or the Torres Brothers. The Torres Brothers, as they are currently in the works of renaming. Um, It's on the list. It's getting there. If you want to listen to other banter and a lot of talk about video games, um... Go listen to What's Going On with Tyler and Ben. If you want to listen to Sports Talk, Two Point Conversation. If you want to listen to... Stuff about the Ghost Light Theater. Ghost Light Theater. The Starry Night Theater podcast. Yeah, Starry Night Theater. Shout out DJ Alex. I just had opening night last night and it was fantastic. It was, please come see the show. The Christmas Rose, Ghost Light Theater. We have shows Thursday through Sunday. Um, Thursdays at 7. Friday, Saturday at 8, Sunday at 2. We have a Christmas concert this Sunday as well at 7 o'clock. Tickets 10 bucks. Please come out and support us. It would mean the world. Um, if you want to hear people talk about favorites on a list, go listen to Eat Sleep List. So many plugs. We got a great network of yeah, so many they, different things. I got to I gotta keep plugging stuff because they plugged us on um, Your Average Ordinary. Oh, that's um, so sweet. Yeah. Ben said that he's thankful that he was our first guest for guest week and they shouted us out and um, I think they shout us out on what's going on too. So yeah, just, yeah. I love podcast precinct. Y'all, y'all got our hearts. Go on Instagram and follow them. Um, Cause they post when every new episode is out. There's so many cool podcasts here. Um, they're all, they're all great. Um, mm-hmm. Go follow us on Instagram, Hear Me Out Music Pod. Um, we'll post more stuff. I have yet to update the playlists. Sorry, guys, we are we're sla- It's finals. It's yeah. finals week. I'm going through it, but we will. Uh, we're we'll living, get there. laughing, and loving. We're slithering. Yeah, slithering, slapping, and Sla- slaughtering. Oh my! Oh, slaughtering, slaughtering. 
we still have to make the slaying and slaughtering for yeah we still have to make and now we have to make this freaking cowboy movie yeah that's gonna be a whole nother production and the podcast about jody messina 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 sorry no hey it's a hard name to say isn't it true the true crime how she murdered somebody and then moved to either carolina or california yeah so we'll be on the move looking for that Mm -hmm. check out that (laughs) check out that podcast that imaginary podcast um yeah i don't have much else to say other than thank you yeah thank Thank you guys for for listening with us yeah we're getting there i'm loving life i don't know about you i'm having a great time yeehaw okay Bye. bye